Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Today we continue with Dante's Paradiso, Canto 2. O you who in your little bark, desiring to listen, follow after my ship which, chanting, dares the crossing, turn to see your shores again. Don't set yourself on the open sea, since maybe, losing me, you'd remain lost on the ocean. None have set a course across this water I sail. Minerva inspires, and Apollo conducts me, and the nine muses show me the bears. You other few who've stretched your necks in time to the bread of the angels, that which enlivens here but never seems to satisfy, you may well set your ship upon the salty depths, holding my furrow ahead of the water that flows level again. Those glorious ones who passed on to Colchis were not so amazed as you will be when they'd seen Jason made a yokel. The endless thirst for the God-bound realm in which we're created transported us as swiftly as you see the heavens. Beatrice gazed upward, and I upon her, and perhaps in that span in which a bolt is set and flies and comes clear of its notch, I saw myself there where a marvelous thing turned my sight upon itself. And then she, from whom my cares can't be hidden, turned toward me, elated as she was lovely, and said to me, Direct a grateful mind to God, who has conjoined us with the first star. It appeared to me we were covered in cloud, brilliant, dense, solid, and polished, as adamant that the sun strikes. The eternal pearl received us within itself, as water receives a ray of light and remains united. If I was flesh, and here we cannot conceive how one dimension admits another, how one body finds itself in another, it ought the more inflame the wish within us to see that essence in which we see how our nature and God are united. That we hold by faith will then be seen, not demonstrated, but made known of itself in the fashion of the first truth that man believes. I responded, My lady, as devoutly as I possibly can, I give back thanks to him who has removed me from the mortal world. But tell me, what are the dark signs of this body, which down below on earth make many tell fables of Cain? She smiled a bit, and then she said, If the opinion of mortals errs where the key of sense cannot turn in the lock, surely now amazement's shaft shouldn't pierce you, since you've seen how reason following the senses has short wings. But tell me what you yourself think. And I, I think the rare and dense bodies make this thus appear diverse. And she, surely you'll see your belief is submerged in falsehood if you listen to the argument I'll make against it. The eighth sphere shows you many lights, in which we might note several shades of color and brightness. If rare and dense had made it thus, one power alone would be in all, more or less distributed throughout. Several powers must be the fruits of formal principles, and these, but for one, would be destroyed following your reasoning. Then, too, if the rare were the cause of that darkness you now question, either this planet would hunger for its matter in places, or, just as the fat and the lean are divided in a body, so this would change pages in its volume. If it were the first, it would be manifest in eclipses of the sun, in the lights shining through as in other rarer spaces. This is not so. Thus we look to the other, and if I dispose of this case as the first, let your opinion be proven false." If this that's rare does not pass through, there must be an end at which its contrary wouldn't let it pass on, and there the other ray would be cast back, just as color turns back at the glass behind which lead lies hidden.
Now you will say that it shows dark there more than in the other parts because the ray is reflected there from farther back. Experience may deliver you from this instance, if you ever attempt it, that principal font for the river of your arts. Take three mirrors and put two at an equal remove from you, and let the other, more removed, return to your eyes between those first. Turned back toward them, have someone set behind your back a light which inflames the three mirrors and returns to you having equally struck them all. There you'll plainly see that that scene farthest off does not extend so far in size, though it must shine back with equal splendor. Now, as at the striking of the sun's rays, the substance of the snow remains naked of its color and its former cold, so I would inform that intellect that remains to you with light so vivid that you will tremble at its aspect. Within the heaven of the divine peace, there whirls a body in whose power lies the being of all its content. The following heaven, which holds so many sights, parts that being into several essences, drawn out from itself and contained within itself. The other spheres, by several differences, dispose of those distinctions they hold within themselves for their ends and their sources. These organs of the world come thus, as you now see, gradually, taking from above and informing that below. Watch well now how I go thus down this way to the truth that you desire, so that you might then know how to take the forward alone. The motion and the power of the sacred gyres, as the act of the hammer by the smith, must be inspired by the blessed movers. And the heaven, made lovely by such lights, takes its image from the profound mind that turns it and makes itself its stamp. And as the soul within your dust resolves itself among the different members and conforms to their several potencies, so the intelligence spreads its bounty, multiplied among the stars, whirling itself over all in its oneness. Several powers bind themselves severally with the precious bodies that they enliven, binding with them as life binds itself to you. By the elated nature of which it's derived, the mixed power enlivens the light body as joy enlivens the pupil. From this it comes that light seems different from light, not from dense and rare. This is the formal principle that produces, conforming to its goodness, the turbid and the clear. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Paradiso, Canto 3.